The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Wells. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. That's right. That's right. That's right. What is going down? It is in this league right here on Sports Grid. It's Bogman. It's Welsh. It is the free hour edition of the radio show on the Mightier 1090 on Sports Grid. On with get you. on the grid. I was about to say on you, but that wouldn't really be appropriate. Hey, we're on the radio, we're online, and we're on top of you. Hey, you, how you doing? Oh, wow. How you doing? <laughs> you're getting really aggressive with that already, right Happy off the bat. September. The Happy yeah. September uh, is what I was telling you. Well, but see, I, I held back from it. I, I wanted Happy to Happy September. Sure. I'm on top of you. That's what it sounded <laughs> like. Uh, yeah. Scott Bogman and Chris Yeah. So. <laughs> And a little Bill Cosby in there as well. So, um, would there's you a lack of drink. No, uh, no, who is I just doing? I can't do Bill Cosby. I was doing like Taz. I was doing Daddy will catch you. I was doing Arnold and a little bit of the Tasmanian Devil. That That's about the range of my impressions. Yeah. Where you do, you can do a, a Cosby. Not really. Try it. No, I like that you put me on. That is pretty funny. I would like to hear your best Bill Cosby. I, I would too, but I don't know when it's going to be or when it's going to, you know, uh, crop up ever. So it's, I can tell you, it's not going to be segment. So I'm uh, an impression, but um, on the show today, as yeah. an irreverent minute, there, I know on, you meant, I know you meant impression. By the way, I know. I, I just I know. I, that's my way of saying I'm not going to do it just because you said do it. I'm not a. I'm, this isn't dance monkey dance. So well, but the only thing that is a little dance monkey dance is like you do impressions. Like I want to not hear Bill Cosby. Like if you if you picked one, I thought I could do, I would do it. But you're just like, hey, uh, do this clown. Hey, uh, do this voice clown. How what, about this one? All right. What? what uh, I don't remember what my favorite. Oh, do don't don't do it yet. Don't start doing it. Do Korg or whatever his name is when we come out of this segment here. I want you to take us out as the Marvel character. But on the show today, don't go anywhere. There will be some like semblance of what's actually happening instead of the chaos that the first two minutes are. Football starts next week. 
We also have one of the biggest names of running backs having a brand new destination, and it kind of changes the landscape for fantasy and real football. So we've got the NFL tracking. We've got baseball. We've got I mean, one of the greatest point guards of all time. is a, Apparently the Nets love point guards as their head coach. I don't know. There's a lot to talk about. So quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the brand new destination of Leonard Fournette. Right, Korg? Hey, man, just stick with us. We're going to talk about Leonard Fournette and all kinds of other stuff. It's going to be fun. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Chris Welsh said you were coming. What else did he say? He said you were the best in the Parsec. Scott Bogman, former Imperial Sharpshooter. That's not saying much. I wasn't a stormtrooper, wise ass. Please excuse his lack of decorum. In this league, this is the way. Stop touching things. In this league, back in action. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chris Welsh. You can find me on Twitter at Is It Welsh. That is the Bogman, Scott Bogman on Twitter. It's Bogman Sports. And you can come check us out over at InThisLeague.com. You guys are prepping. This is the final draft weekend, uh, most likely, when you're listening to this, especially if it's on the radio. Uh, the final draft weekend, you guys can get prepared if you go to InThisLeague.com. We've got a Patreon. You can sign up. You can get all of our latest ranks. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. I mean, there's lots of sheets that Bogman has put together to help you get prepped. We've got live streams. We've got group me stuff. We've got... 80 plus comedy secret shows with some we need to catch up on. So if you want to support your boys and you want to have so much fun with your fantasy football season or baseball or whatever, come and check us out in this league.com. That's make it through. Uh, you, you're, make it through. You're, you're doing the old man. Uh, oh, I'm going to talk yep. to the burp. Uh, well, one. Uh, please. Like, those. I had one of those things where hmm. it's pretty like, if you don't, if you never like hosted a show or something like that, you don't realize like when you are cut on time, you're like, I got to get everything in a, in a quick amount of time. Like I had, I was taking uh, care of a car thing. Um, though the radio people listening at like, you know, midnight are like, what? I'm dealing with a car thing and quickly <laughs> jumping in the shower, getting in here. 
Uh, I got no sleep, so I had to have an organic energy drink, which is horrible for me. And I just, you know, downed it too fast. So the entire process. Organic was- energy. So uh, yeah. can you uh, go through the um, just what are the ingredients in that thing? Uh, organic. Like a bunch of roots. Oh, organic. And energy. Those are the two ingredients. Let's oh, see. Let organic and energy is in there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, organic energy and uh, can. Those you know what? It, you know what it is. It's actually what's in a witch's pot. Uh, yeah. Whatever they're st- constantly stirring. You know, that's it's a brew. That yeah. yeah, it's actually it's yeah. called Guru Guru. Brew. Uh, actually, the the real ingredients. Uh, you've got sparkling water. Okay. You've got organic white grape juice concentrate. That's you've got organic. organic green tea leaf extract. Organic. Uh, organic. <laughs> Organic uh, echinacea, guarana. Like I said, there's three ingredients. There's it's back crap in there. There's organic. There's organic. There's energy, and there's can. Those are oh, the three. Okay. Those are the three <laughs> that are in there. So, uh, making sure that we are rocking. The NFL, excitingly, is going to be starting up this week. But we had a big major blow for fantasy owners, and to one said Scott Bogman, <laughs> who is a very pro Leonard Fournette fan, as the Jaguars earlier in the week surprisingly cut him they uh they also slammed the door as his ass was walking out being like we couldn't trade him for a fifth a sixth i mean they just trashed him on the way out let this guy who was finishing up i believe it was his rookie contract four million dollars through and just kicked him to the curb he went unclaimed everything was looking bad people online trashing fournette left and right sure enough does the great the great white knight come in in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady and, and company. They pick up Leonard Fournette on a one-year, $2 million guaranteed deal with another million and a half, so about $3.5 million he could get on what is an absolute win-now team, Bogman. And for the most part, it changed up the scope of everybody's thought process of like how trash Leonard Fournette was for them to spend some serious money and for a win now team to go all in on Fournette. So you were, you were vindicated because that's your guy. It is Fournette is my guy. Uh, I did have to lower him in the rankings because when you go to a new team, you know, 10 days before the start of the season, probably not going to get up to speed by week one. So I do expect his week one snap count to be somewhat limited and I think you, when you combine that with the fact that Ron, uh, that Bruce Arian says, no, no, Ronald Jones is still our guy. He, he, yeah. He's well, that, he I mean, that was, yeah, that was, yeah, that I wanted to hit that in a little bit, but yeah, that, right, that was, right. that's the big, that's the next big thing. But sure. Picking that out of your brain here for a minute, let's just solely focus on Fournette being a buck and what it's done to kind of return back, you know, the value on him. Cause I mean, if we're talking fantasy here for a minute, you know, fantasy owners, this is a guy that was going in the third round, you know, unless you're Evan Silva, who would call you a loser, a stone cold, awful player if you did that. But, you know, he was going around the third round um, running back. Let's call it like 18 or something like that. And when he got cut, I mean, we're seeing him go in round 11. Like people were done with him. He was running back 40. Our guy Blake said he went at pick 193. Yeah, see, drafts. people are just completely done not being able to fathom because there's also a lot of hate on like a, you know, there are certain analysts, there's analytics that don't like Fournette and for a team to give up on him like that, everybody was just put their hands up and said, nope, there's nothing good that could come of this. So there was this big tide of about two days where it went nuts. Now joining with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is probably one of the best situations you could go through. He's obviously going to taper back a little bit, but now we are teetering on this could be a deal. 
he could be somewhere in line with the deal. And if people want to see the brand new ranks, by the way, uh, in this league.com, that's where we have where Leonard Fournette is going to settle in for the final draft weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, his value. Look, man, anytime you look at a thread, it's just differing opinions on, on Leonard Fournette all the way through. And also for some reason, this Fournette thing has spilled over to why the Bucks are going to be terrible this year, too. Uh, Brady is washed. Gronk sucks. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are apparently terrible now. Uh, you know, uh, everyone's worthless because Leonard Fournette went to the Bucks. now. It's yeah. really weird. Just the reactionary stuff that is happening. I mean, look, I'm uh, Leonard Fournette is my guy, right? Uh, I, I don't I'm not happy with him getting cut. Obviously, he did something wrong to get cut in Jacksonville. I've also said this in a couple spots, though. Jacksonville, not completely, uh, you know, the best franchise, the most well-oiled machine in the NFL. So there's some weirdness going on there, too. But, um, you know, when Bruce Arian says something along the lines of, you know, uh, Ronald Jones is our guy, uh, he has to screw up something, but Leonard Fournette's a heck of an insurance policy. So let me just get all of this straight. So Ronald Jones, you drafted two years ago, and – uh, he sat behind Dario Ngumboale and um, uh, who was it like Peyton Barber last year. Uh, so going into this year's draft, you spend a third round pick on Keyshawn Vaughn. You spend a seventh round pick on Raymond Calais. So that's two of your seven picks are on running backs. Mm-hmm. You also famously go after Devonte Freeman. Can't sign him. He wants too much money. So you settle on LaShawn McCoy. And then when Fournette gets cut, he you immediately sign him a day after he gets cut. But Ronald Jones is still your guy. Okay, if you guys want to believe that, go ahead and believe it. That's fine by me. It's just actions speak louder than words to me. And the action here, the Welsh, it's all about that action. Yeah, we don't yeah. Eric Burns. Yeah, uh, it's all about that action. That uh, your actions say that Ronald Jones may not be your guy. So, yeah. well, it, it it took. By the way, Peyton Barber was the starter going into the year last year. It took three weeks. For Ronald Jones to outsnap him, he wound up outsnapping him for the year, and still Ronald Jones only had over fifty percent of the snaps in three games. So, so if you're if you're following along, the one thing people might not know because you kind of jumped into it, but we got to set it up is yes, Leonard Fournette signs with the Bucks, and that created you know we did an, uh, an emergency pod, or we actually uh, we put it in our most our latest in this league fantasy football podcast. We had talked about it, and that set one thing. The next day. Bruce Arians started to pour that cold water on by saying, yeah, we signed him, but Ronald Jones is still our guy. And that, and what would happen, uh, what you're referring to is it's created this other no, new tailspin where it was like, you know, the, the Fournette haters jump on it when he's cut, then he signs with the bucks and they're like, well, blah, blah, blah. And then Arian says something like this and everyone gets to go, ah, gotcha. You know, it's back. We're back to Fournette. But <laughs> You know, Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians is a, I mean, he's a, he's a pathological liar when it comes to running backs and he, he has a track record of talking out of both sides of his mouth. And, you know, pe- people were, sh- well, it's so funny. This is what's hilarious about this process. Think of the hypocrisy of two months ago, every dumb analyst was on Twitter tweeting that stupid David Johnson, Chris Johnson thing with Bruce Arians to defend Keyshawn Vaughn. And today it's gone. They've deleted it. No, Ronald Jones is a guy. Leonard Fournette's a loser. Who cares that they paid the money? That's just insurance. So you use this piece to defend Keyshawn Vaughn, but now you wouldn't defend it for a guy who I know it's fantasy is a top five fantasy guy. And I know 33 of 58, whatever he ranked as his overall, but 
You won't use that same defense now where Bruce Arians, you don't spend three and a half million dollars to bring in a guy yeah, like um, this. You don't bring you don't bring four running backs in when Ronald Jones is the only guy. It's a hilarious, hilarious thought. Let's continue a little bit more of the talk on the other side here. Leonard Fournette, Tampa Bay Buccaneer, what it all means and the football season. So don't go anywhere. More in this league right here on Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life, so I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn, and most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. In this league. I'm back! Welcome back in. It's in this league right here on Sports Grid, Mightier 1090. What is going down? What is up, everybody? Hope you, hopefully you guys are having a pretty solid weekend. It's the last weekend that doesn't have football, you know, unless like the world happens again. Then there'll be lots of more weekends <laughs> without football. But in theory, we get Until to the say- asteroid hits us. We're going to yeah. assume that there's football. I think that's the day before the election, they said, Bogman. Oh, so that's where the, the asteroid is going to hit us then. Yeah, remember? there's a. Didn't uh, you hear that? There's an asteroid is going. An asteroid is going to come super close to Earth the day before the election. Ah, uh, I see. Well, yep. then that, that'll be the reason I don't vote this year then. I'm so, I was hunkering down. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, the you know, asteroid, zombie, apocalypse, whatever it's going to be, in theory, it's the last weekend uh, in a while that you won't have NFL football. And... You know, I was on earlier in the week, uh, Rotowire was nice enough to have me on. Jeff Erickson had me on the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. And, you know, we we're going through motions and talking about lots of stuff. It was a good conversation. Also, some industry stuff in there as well, if people are, you know, I don't know, engaged in any of that. But one of the things that, um, that popped up as well, it, it, and you and I have kind of tiptoed around this, is like, it's been hard because it doesn't feel like football. Like, like one of the things he brought up, Boggs, was how... And it was funny he asked this, but like how they have seen quite a dip in interest and, in, you know, probably page views and stuff at Rotowire. And I was like, well, you know, we've seen it on the podcast front. And I, I think a, a large, and I think all podcasts have a really large portion of all of this is like the common cat, like you and I are so dialed in, but the common casual fan, a lot of people, I don't even think at this moment realize there's football on Thursday. People normally do their drafts and they got this cool stuff going on. It's hard to gauge for so many people because of all the things that are going on. And then on top of it, there is no football on TV. The only football is hard knocks on HBO. So I just don't think it's clicked for so many people. It's probably happening right now. It's probably happening this weekend where people are dialing back in and figuring out the process of it. And it's just, it's made the excitement 
different than it's ever been before. But, you know, come Thursday and come Sunday when you have games and hopefully it doesn't take the route of baseball where all of a sudden this team is now not going to play on this day and, the, you know, an entire team can't go and whatnot. If you get some normalcy, everyone's going to be dialed right back in. Yeah, the nice thing about, uh, you know, uh, fo- fantasy football and stuff is that the numbers are crazy high, that people want to play it all the time. But the bad thing is, is, you know, all those casual fans, which I would say probably make up, what would you say, the Welsh, 75% of the fantasy football playing, you know, uh, folks out there. It's probably something like that. Because if you think, like, how much bigger <clears throat> is the fantasy football scope than baseball? It's it's big, but... It's huge, yeah. Okay, so maybe... Pro- but- I would say it's like... Uh, baseball has a quarter of what football has. So, I mean, by that standard, I think you don't get as much casual baseball people playing fantasy no, baseball. It's, it's, it's a lot it's more kind of dialed in. Yeah. yeah. So it, in theory, you could say like, you know, baseball and football, hardcore fantasy might be on the same plane right now. They really yeah. might be because the casual fan is gone. I would say it's still probably three to one, even this year on football to baseball. But I think usually that's like a 10 to one, you know I mean? Yeah. Any, any network uh, that deals in the fantasy football spectrum would tell you like, this is the moneymaker time. This is, right. you know, this is what makes the year because of what comes in with football. But you know, it's, it's odd and, and it's displaced and you know, the draft was weird and there are no games. And, and it also puts into question things we're dealing with, with uh, Leonard Fournette, you know, Leonard Fournette comes up on the team. It's 10 days before in theory, had this move happened, you could see him in this final preseason game. If there was one, you would see some final preseason action to get a look at where he would go. And we would also maybe have an idea of like what Ronald Jones has really looked like in the camps. And it's easier, it would be easier for us to decipher like, all right, Bruce. Yeah. He's your number one guy. Most we have is like grainy video of him trying to work on the sidelines and more pass protection stuff. So, you know, Bruce Arian speaking out of both sides to say that, Fournette is a nice insurance policy. It doesn't make sense. Like you laid out, bring literally having four different running back moves with Ronald Jones on the roster doesn't make sense. That's not that you've gone beyond the level of insurance policy when you draft right. two running backs and you bring in two backs in free agency. You're just trying to be the player's coach. You're just trying to be the guy that has your team's back. You know, he's not going to Bruce Arians is not afraid to cuss in their face and do what he needs to do. But he's also the guy that's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, defend, 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 defend. So, of course, he's just going to come out there and say that because Fournette hasn't even stepped into camp. You know what? Minute he steps into camp and they start seeing how far ahead he is than uh, Fournette is than Ronald Jones. That quote is going to be completely misplaced. And I think the people that get those massive discounts on Fournette, if you're getting them in the six or seventh round I, I think it's i think it's worth the risk and i really think it could pay off this year in tampa yeah i mean he's still going to be an rb2 to me you know and i think that's kind of the line that people are drawing it's uh you i think you said earlier he was going around rb18 somewhere in that neighborhood before being cut by the jags yeah and- i was giving i think it's some it could have been even 20 i was giving an arbitrary number but i think it was somewhere between like 17 and 20 that sounds right right yeah yeah it does uh because i had him you know at like 10 and so i i dropped him uh a decent amount i dropped him to rb20 for me and i'm you know the high guy on leonard fournette uh, i would say probably not the highest in the industry but uh, I don't know many. I don't know anyone that talks about Leonard Fournette more than I do. So, no. well, uh, I do, but they it's usually with it's bad all negative. Yeah. yeah, it's all negative. Uh, yeah. OK, uh, let me rephrase. I'm I, I don't know anyone that talks more positively about Leonard Fournette than I do. So, oh. uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I, I, I look Bruce Arians told us last year that Chris Godwin was never coming off the field. And that was right. 
he, he, he never came off the field. Right. So um, I'm not questioning what Bruce Arians intent is. I think his intent right now, because they, you know, they're trying to work on Ronald Jones confidence and, uh, you know, uh, he has beaten out McCoy. He has beaten out Keyshawn Vaughn. He's beaten out everyone that they brought in. And that's that, that's great. Like he I still like Ronald Jones. And I think key, and a key for them, Boggs, might be exactly what you're going at. Ronald Jones before yes, before uh, Wednesday might have been the best back in camp. Yes. But that still doesn't mean he is a de facto go to guy just because you're the best running back in camp. That only speaks to coming back why they would go and pick up four running backs over the process of the NFL draft to right now. You're the best, but that doesn't, that's not a ringing endorsement. But if you go and the minute they sign Fournette, you just say, well, Ronald, you have no opportunity to compete. It is going to kill his confidence. And at the end of the day, they're going to want, you know, Brady's offenses have always kind of run this way. They're going to want to have depth at the position. And, and I said on the ITL football podcast, I still think this is a 65 to 7. I think it's a 65 to 70% share to Fournette. And then somehow Ronald Jones and Dare are going to be in the split of the other 30 to 35% somewhere in there. That could right. be in benefit of Ronald Jones, where, you know, if Ronald Jones got 25 to 30% of those snaps, he can actually still be productive. But what I think it also does is it tells the story if you if we are in that space that Leonard Fournette why would they not work or so maybe he doesn't catch the same amount of passes, but that guy easily on a 65% share could have 250 carries. He could have right. 225 to 250 carries. Maybe he's down to 30 catches or something like that. And yeah. it hurts his value, but that is built in right now. Right. And he's not going to get that Jacksonville volume. You know, he's just not, he had, yeah. I think it's 260 carries last year, somewhere in that neighborhood in uh, 70 uh, catches. So he was up over, uh, 300 touches last season. He ain't getting that in Tampa. There's, it's just not there for him. You know, number one, they're not going to take the ball out of Tom Brady's hands that many times. And number two, there are other backs. You know, his biggest competition last year in Jacksonville was Ryquel Armstead, who is, you know, uh, I, I like Ryquel Armstead, but he's kind of a jag. He's kind of a journeyman. You know, he's, uh, oh. he's, he's a body. So, um, you know, uh, he, he's not going to be pushing uh, a, Pro Bowl caliber running back like uh, Leonard Fournette, in my opinion. So, look, Ronald Jones is better than Reichel Armstead. And I still think Ronald Jones can be a good back in the NFL. I just don't think it's going to be with Tampa Bay. I think he's going to have to go somewhere else, uh, pick up a new system, gain his confidence back, and, uh, you know, just start anew, start fresh somewhere uh, where there isn't five guys on the roster that they are. They say they're all staying on the roster. They say Shady has a role right now. Uh, he's going to stay on the roster, and uh, Keyshawn Vaughn is not getting cut. He's a third-round pick. Yeah, he's not uh, going to get cut. And, and that Ronald Jones, Dario Ogunbowale, is the special teams captain on that team and by far the best pass blocker. I mean, McCoy's not bad at pass blocking either. He's not like Fournette and uh, Ronald Jones, but those guys are not good. So if McCoy is cut, like I think most of us expect him to be, I don't expect yeah. him to be on the roster at week one, Ogumbo Ali's going to be the third down back. Yeah, so, it's, it's 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 an interesting space. By the way, um, NFC is a is a major. Or, well, real quick, did did I interrupt you in any other thing you need? Well, to talk I mean, just just depth? the thing that I wanted to say is like uh, Leonard Fournette. I still believe is so much better than everyone on this roster. Lashawn McCoy is to steal a phrase from the kids, the Welsh. Washed. I'm done with him. He couldn't. 
uh, beat out Damian Williams in Kansas City last year. So I don't I don't think he's done. I think if he was proving himself in camp, they wouldn't have gone and got Fournette. So I don't think Shady is going to be on the roster for very long. And and if he is, it's going to be one of those things where he gets like four snaps on one and he has to be cut. You know, something yeah. like that. So I don't think he's he's going to last there very long. But Leonard Fournette, I think by week two or three is leading this team in snaps at running back. So it's not yeah. going to take it's not going to be a long process to get him there. And I think it's priced in. And the things you have to to watch on both sides is it's the best offensive line and best offense that he has probably had and been able to work with over a long time. And it's a line that can, um, an, an offense that can help not have stacked boxes, which is going to be fantastic for him. But on the inverse, Ronald Jones. The best quarterback that Leonard has played with. Yeah. And on the, the end. And the, and the inverse of it as well, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones is the best backup uh, that's ever been behind Leonard Fournette uh, in the NFL, which is a really, really Very good true. thing. So on both sides of those, a lot of the value is built in. So much so that you can see some of the changes that have happened. So we've talked about speculative ranks. We'll do a tiny bit more on this when we come back. We can talk a little bit where, where we have him. We did it on the ITL pod. But we've already seen the adjustments over on NFC, which is kind of the high-dollar games in fantasy football if you want to play. And I, uh, I've i got a, a move from September 1st on, and Leonard Fournette is no longer down in that 40 range. I think he's kind of stabilized, and we'll tell you where he is stabilizing when we come back right here in this league. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's in this league. Buckle up, buckaroo. All night. It's five minutes Welsh. We are back. Thank you guys for tuning in whether it's on the radio, whether it's on the podcast. And uh, speaking of, you can always find the podcast anywhere that you listen to them. Uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just search in this league. You're going to find the radio show so you don't miss any of it. And you're also going to find all the other podcasts we do. ITL Fantasy Football Podcast, taking you into your fantasy football weekend twice a week. We've got the baseball, there's a basketball, there's prospect, there's college football. Digi, I, breaking news. I just <laughs> found out college football happened. It started. I had no idea. Yeah, no yeah. Co college football is going now. Uh, the fantasy seasons for those of you that have, uh, you know, listened to this radio show for a long time and have heard Nick Allen on here with me, maybe John Lobb on here with me as well. That doesn't start until the fourth week of the regular season uh, when the SEC starts playing. So that'd be September 24th is that Thursday. September 26th is that Saturday. That's when we get a full slate of everything with the SEC games. And all that great stuff. So it was just one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm very, very focused on baseball more than I ever would at this time of the year. Football is a lot going on. You just have a lot going on in general. And also the the buildup for college football has been they've been relatively muted. And it's been it's actually been overdone by two points. You've got, you know, the most recent stuff where it's like um, you know, the president and uh, the big ten are just trying to like, you know, re-get that back up. But yeah. then you also have some of the best players continuously opting out. I think it was Jamar Chase who was the most recent one who opted out, who's going to be one of the top wide receiver prospects next Jamar year. Jamar Chase, Kenny Gainwell, the big time back out of Memphis, Memphis back and out. Jamie Newman, who 
could be a first round quarterback. Jamie Newman played at uh, oh Christ, I, I keep I, I think Wake Forest the year before, and then uh, transferred Newman. to Georgia, and uh, then opted out before he played one snap at Georgia. Which you know you can't blame these kids. Why why risk something when you know draft pundits are already putting you in the first round? You know sure. just go and get your money. So, uh, but it's um the the thing is in. We talked about this on CFF on campus this week. John and Eric, for um, whatever reason, were making a plea for people to play uh, college fantasy football, which I thought was kind of funny. I'm like, well, the people that are listening to this are playing college fantasy football. But what do you think um, you're talking to, pal? Right, right. Exactly. I think uh, no one is listening to this who's on the fence. I think uh, pretty much the people are are in. But, you know, uh, it, it was it was a smart segment and, and a nice segment for them to play. And, you know, look. John said something along the lines of, I don't know how many, uh, you know, stars there are going to be. And I, I made the point of, hey, look, you know, these guys opt out. We're going to get stars. People are going to yeah. play for them. You know, there's five star opportunity backups. is going to jump up. It's actually yes. very similar to like what would happen in preseason there. I, I agree that it's interesting. The top prospect guys, if they collectively start to opt out, it's actually works more in their favor because then this idea of like, you know, wow, there's, you know, 10 first round prospects that didn't go out we can't just knock one or two guys so there's always going to be that allure but what's also going to happen is it's going to breed opportunity for a handful of players to skyrocket their value because they'll get opportunity at their college they're going to yep. just get more extended looks uh once you get into the camps if they start hold, you know the other thing that could happen is these guys that are on the fence that play really well that maybe normally wouldn't have got a shot then they go into um they go into the combine and they start to be on the same level now with a Jamar Chase who's going to have to jump in there. The perspectives are going to completely change. So the opportunities, it actually could bring a lot bigger prospects and a lot bigger names up there with this. So it's a reason, you know, I would push, uh, you know, and advocate for you guys as well that, you know, the college football season could be more exciting for football implications, NFL implications and fantasy football. And we might get two seasons too. We might get, uh, I mean, because, uh, you know, the Pac-10 and the big, uh, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten right now uh, and the Mac and a couple other schools are, are thinking about, you know, putting a spring season together, which they want to start, you know, they say spring, they want to start it in January, uh, but yeah, we may have two college football seasons this year. So that would be a lot of fun to do a, a CFF league right now and then maybe do one where we're drafting in January or February as well. I just so, want to point this out to you uh, as our, yeah. my business partner, realizing that basketball would be starting up theoretically in January. Baseball kicks back up in January. Any other football playoffs. I just want it's going to be super fun, but I just want you to remember, uh, you know, buckle, <laughs> hold on to your oh, butts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's uh, it, it, it's a lot. So I and, and I understand lot. that. But, uh, you know, it, do, and, and how weird is it seeing the NBA? going right now right and, and uh watching game sevens in september and stuff like that it's just very very strange you know i'm like uh we're, we're usually done with the summer league by now you're you not know? you're not used to being able to like smile about something at this time of year because the diamondbacks have already failed us uh football hasn't started up so there's nothing to cheer necessarily mm -hmm. yet but your rockets you know moving on and winning <laughs> in a game seven is uh it's a big deal can't wait you. to lose to the lakers in five gonna be great so but uh, yeah, it's just like the the Rockets had to beat the Thunder because they traded Chris Paul to the Thunder, who was the guy that was beating them and gave them their first round picks until, you know, I, I 
the Thunder have like 17 first round picks in the next six years or something. It is some ungodly number because they traded yeah. away Westbrook. They tra- trade away Paul George. Um, you know, so they, they're supposed to be in a rebuild and they're over here almost taking out the Rockets in, in the play. I mean, it was close. If you saw the highlights or anything at the end of the game, my blood pressure was through the roof. I was real glad I wasn't on a monitor at that point. Because, it's, a mad, it's a mad dash of sports, dude. That's like, that's yeah. the main key here too, is like, look at how happy you can be. You're going to have football and then multiple college seasons with a push basketball and then baseball coming back to normal. Like you got to get ready. Like I know where I, you know, we're talking about how people Whatever might not... gets me to ignore the diamondbacks is my favorite. Well, that's... and that's going to be everything at this point, because, you know, we're talking about how fantasy football in general might be kind of down. And, you know, hopefully there's people that are going to like, Oh crap, let's get a league together real quick and playing. But I think, you know, as everything normalizes and then you are, we have condensed sports all together more than ever. People are, I don't think it'll be an overload. Hopefully it's not going to be, it might be a pick and choose place for a lot of people, you know, basketball might not have a place where it normally would for people because of football and baseball, but um, there's a lot to look forward to in, in uh, sports. And there's a lot to look forward to with football because it's less than a week away. We were talking uh, on the other side of the last segment about Leonard Fournette. We've continuously been continuously been doing that. He signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's a big deal. Probably one of the best destinations he could have gone to. We've talked about, you know, the worries, the risks that are involved in it. You know, we know the offense here, but I think at the end of the day, the value of where he's going to go is going to be a hard one. You know, I had said with uh, with Erickson on Rotowire earlier in the week, one of the things that I think makes Leonard Fournette difficult, we had done this right before he signed, and I had theorized, I, I thought earlier in the week he was going to go to the Patriots, but I said Tampa Bay makes a lot of sense and there's a rumor going out. But I said what is difficult here is Fournette is coming at a decent value before he signed with a team, or I'd even say the minute he signed with the Bucks, it's a it's a solid value because you know he's going way, way late with his potential. But most people don't play in like industry leagues. Like let's call it 99% of people don't play with, you know, the big what? uh industry people i know i this don't is play shocker. In 16 man leagues either well you know if you listen to if, if you listen and only pay attention to all the experts who do expert leagues and say this is what you do you know you would think everybody plays with chris harris and everybody's got a matt Harmon in their league but i hate to tell you um the consumer does not work at the same level of the industry leagues and does and is not beholden. And there may be two or three or four people that are really attuned but you're also going to have some rubes and you will definitely have some boobs that are going to be in your league. And, you know, they're going to do ruby booby things. So right. most of the time, you're just going to have the common person. And my point was Leonard Fournette's name value will carry further where he becomes a questionable draftee before he had a team. Because if you're like, well, you know, Leonard Fournette, if, if Ruben Boob is looking and they're like, well, I could take Leonard Fournette or I could take Marlon Mack. Well, I'm going to take Fournette. And then the value gets pushed up and up because he'll be drafted at name value. Now, Leonard Fournette has a team which inherently could push his value up because he's playing with Tom Brady. So I think it's dicey when you go and look at NFC's ADP, but we're going to do it because I think it's the best for I, I think it's the best for the sharp mind in fantasy football because these are between decent and really high stakes football leagues. 
And this is what people with big money are doing on the line. It doesn't mean it's what it's going to happen in your league because people might look at uh, Cam Akers versus Fournette and go, I'm taking Fournette. They might look at Melvin Gordon and be like, you know what, Fournette in Tampa Bay, this is a no-brainer. And all of a sudden, Fournette is going back to his value before, and I think it becomes dicey. He's going above his value before if he starts going ahead of Melvin Gordon, I think. Yeah, I think it would have happened definitely if Arians hadn't dropped that one comment, which I think you know a lot of people will hold and and hold against him. And and to the point you're making, and I love this, think about if Leonard Fournette had been cut and signed with the Bucks August 1st instead of yeah. August 31st, you know, different, completely uh, different situation. Yeah, completely different situation. But you wouldn't you wouldn't hear any of this, you know, hammering on why Ronald Jones is great and Leonard Fournette's Leonard Fournette is terrible. You would hear about, well, now they have him. Now he's going to be amazing. And, and his draft stock would have gone. Yeah. through the roof. I, I like this better, to be honest. So, and, and I think there's still potential for value. The name could screw it up, but I pulled NFC ADP data from September 1st on. So it was as he was cut, then into whatever leagues that happened on Thursday, because uh, this is this recording of this is for the Thursday data, so it doesn't have Friday data on it. And this is through Thursday data, so this has no team and then also has with a team it actually still lists him on Jacksonville on their website, but there were 35 drafts. So I will, I'll change it to like maybe a one day look in a second, but between September 1st and September 3rd, Boggs, where do you think Fournette was going as far as running backs? September 1st, uh, let's go 35, somewhere in that neighborhood. Much higher than that. Much higher, 26. Very close, 27 overall of running backs. 59 overall. So I'm telling you, this was in the expert money leagues when he was a free agent without a team and then some with the team. He was going as the 27th running back, 59th overall. It also tells you a very big scope of, you know, what's very important for you guys, the very big scope of um, the need to take running backs early. You know, if we're talking strategy here. I just looked from uh, July 1st to uh, August 30th. And he was going among running backs at 17. Okay, so, so perfect. So I was about right when we said 18. So 17th yeah. running back. Between September 1st and now, he was the uh, the 27th running back. He went as high as the 27th uh, running back overall. And he went, or is that over? Yeah, his minimum pick was 27. That's an overall, not at running back. Yeah, yeah. And his lowest was 122. What? Above him was Devin Singletary. Below him was DeAndre Swift. And I think he's a notch ahead. Um, Mark Ingram is 25 on their list. And I would go, I would probably go Mark Ingram. I would definitely go Mark Ingram over him, but he's right there. So that already tells you that was kind of built in. If I go, I'm going to go September 2nd through the 3rd, because that was a little bit more appropriate here. Now, where do you think he went? September Uh, 2nd and 3rd, when he had his team, there were 21 drafts. Let's go uh, 20. Close-ish, 24. He was now going above Kareem Hunt and Mark Ingram and right below Raheem Mostert. Okay. So uh, new team, better offense, better offensive line, but more competition, and he dropped about seven spots. So Yeah. uh, yeah, that's fair. I think that's a fair drop right there from where he was going. That's right. So that is the, I mean, you know, when you look at the structure of what you guys want to be planning for in your leagues, it's running back heavy and you have to be able to adapt. That's a big thing this year. Luckily, luckily a lot of situations have kind of simplified themselves where early with the mixing and stuff, that's not there anymore. But 
bottom line is people are going to go heavy, heavy running back, and you need to know how to prepare. And Leonard Fournette could be a key to one of those because from the teens to now the mid-20s, he's going to be a possibility for you, and it might not be as bad as you think, and it's a lot cheaper cost. So Leonard Fournette right there, RB2. All right, don't go anywhere. Bogman, Welsh, coming right back at you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. In this league. Oh, I remember... In this league. Yeah, I remember that. In this league, boys, ITL on the clock. It's Bogman, it's Welsh. Find us on Twitter at Is It the Welsh at Bogman Sports. As you're cruising, as you're doing some work with the headphones in the car, whatever, and however you're listening, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and make sure you're locked in. In this league.com. That's where you can check out the Patreon to do all the stuff all the things, and have so much fun fantasy football draft weekend. Do we have a draft this weekend? Don't we, where's the Bogman? Where's the home league? I'm I'm, set, I'm setting it up, so we'll probably Not even be set up? It, well, it's the same 12 dicks every single year, so yeah. uh, we'll, we'll be, I'll be setting that up, and we'll probably draft that Sunday night. Oh, oh Tomorrow well, night, night, as you're listening to this, you know. Sunday night? I don't even know. Where am I going to? Where are I going to be draft picking? I don't know. It'll be crazy. Be crazy. I thought you like to draft on Wednesday. Andy Barons will tell you where I can't draft on Wednesday. I do too many things on Wednesday. So I I literally don't have a free moment yesterday. uh, Excuse me. Wednesday of this week, when uh, you and I were recording stuff, we had a delay with our guest on baseball. So it, it ate into when I would normally be eating. So I didn't eat anything until 10 p.m. because no. I was recording stuff from the minute I woke up to about, well, I watched game seven. That's why I ate so late. But it was, still would have been like I wouldn't have gotten dinner till seven. Yeah. So. Well, we, and we had to recut our Leonard Fournette stuff because right. that, uh, that had popped through. When we come back, though, hour two, hour one in the books, when we come back into hour two, we got some more football. I, didn't, I don't know if I plan to do this much football. We'll see if we can drop in some uh, There's some baseball stuff that's obviously going out there. The hunt is I'm on. I'm doing baseball with Bubba. Well, let's just do football. No, football. no, I know that, but I'm just saying the hunt uh, The hunt is on, you know, for your championships, roto-wise, and uh, there's some exciting things to talk about. I've got some uh, some nice hunts there, but – on the football uh, scope here, we got a couple articles to look at, maybe some fantasy stocks, some articles of uh, what people over on the pros is telling you, the FP is telling you that you should be buying, but also love to do this. Go and take at the FanDuel Sportsbook and see what's going down because next week when we have games, we'll be talking about week one, you know, the next episode. I guess it'll be, po- yeah, no, we'll be uh, setting up for week one because it'll be on Saturday. So we'll have week one action. So we're going to take a look at some of the season action on the FanDuel Sportsbook. So don't go anywhere. Hour one of the books, hour two of In This League, right around the corner. (laughs) 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Build digital-first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 